favorite hobby? All right. So as Daniel said, my name is. Oh, as Cameron said, sorry. My my name is Samuel. Yep, and um, I'm 20. Yes, I am 20. And (laughs) yep, Um, I'm studying at Monash Uni, um, doing Bachelor of Computer Science and Science. And um, yeah, something I enjoy doing is I like running, which I do every Sunday. Yep. Awesome. Um, So. Why haven't we seen you around here very much? Do you just not, uh, in the last two years or so, do you not like us? Are we just, it could get awkward, but. Well, well I hope that's not the reason. But um, <laughs> um, for the past two years, I was actually in Singapore um, serving my uh, national service. So as a Singaporean, um, all males are required to go to Singapore to serve two years um, in army. And that's where I've been for the past two years, yeah. So what sort of things did that involve? Obviously, um, you were there for two years. What was the kind of the process you had to go through um, and some of the things that it entailed? Um, well, I guess you can think of it like a two-year-long fitness camp. Um, but um, in more than that, it was um, kind of like an experience where you would teach discipline um, um, skills where we would learn to... Um, hold a gun and how to defend our country when we need to. As uh, Singapore military, we are, um, it's, it was formed as a purpose to defend our country because in the past, um, Singapore didn't have a military and what happened during World War II is the Japanese just came in and took over. So um, the Singapore government decided to form the SAF, the Singapore Armed Forces, in order to defend Singapore in case that did happen again. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it would have been quite a, uh, an experience and, and I'm probably guessing it wasn't all fun and easy stuff. And so what were some of the, the biggest challenges you faced um, in that two-year time? Well, I guess um, I can break it up into two different categories. Um, the first would be um, homesickness because, you know, I'm away from my family. And the uh, second is... Um, how to live as a Christian in an em- environment that does not uphold God's values. And uh, finally, um, I guess accountability, because um, living by myself, um, there's a lot of things that uh, we need to be accountable to, which was definitely a challenge for me. So um, going back to homesickness, um, I guess it was the first two months that it was really evident in me. Um, as part of enlisting, um, so uh, people have the conception that, uh, it, yeah, people have the impression that um, when we go into army, we, we're in for the whole two years, and that's not exactly true. Um, we actually come out every weekend, um, so we only stay in five days a week. So, but um, as part of the enlistment process, we have to stay inside camp for a whole month, so without going home. So, um, part of that was dealing with the homesickness. Um, when I was inside camp, and um, there's an example where, um, so we learned to take good care of our rifles, and um, any part that is lost is obviously a very serious issue. So um, when I was a recruit, um, my one of my section mates lost his uh, muzzle. The muzzle is the front part of the rifle, and um, what happened is that thing had unscrewed and got lost. So it was a very serious issue. 
And what that caused was um, my bunk um, of about 16 people. Um, we really got targeted um, by our commanders, and we would like go through um, all kinds of punishments. Um, you know, waking up early in the middle of the night, you know, just to do some uh, physical exercise, things like that. Yeah, so it was kind of tough, and especially when I um, went home after that one month of confinement, I really felt that um, you know this sense of loneliness because there wasn't really anyone that would understand. Yeah, when I went home, because I mean, I could talk with my parents, but it was something a bit different, and I guess that was kind of hard. But I think through that, I came to realize that um, um, although my family is not physically present with me at that time, um, it was a great encouragement to me to know that um, they were still emotionally and spiritually present with me, which which I can really thank technology for that. Yeah, and it really has to. Yeah, and and I think that matters the most, more than any type of physical um, separation. Yeah. And um, so the, coming into the second part about living as a Christian in an environment that doesn't really honor God, um, the mentality inside Army, um, what quite a few of us have, is that um, because it's mainly conscripts who just go in for two years, then finish, they go out. So they have the mentality that, you know, um, I can do what I want, uh, provided I don't get caught. And um, that's that's a very common mentality for a lot of us. And um, so when we when we do training um, with our rifles, are, um, whenever there are breaks between um, training, we need to do a procedure called check and clear. And check and clear means to check that our rifle has any rounds in it because it would obviously be dangerous if you don't um, clear your weapon when you are resting. Let's say you're eating, then suddenly a round goes off. So, yeah, it wouldn't be ideal. So, so there are procedures in place to help prevent that. But, um, what a lot of, but the problem with that procedure is it's very tedious and every little break that we do, we need to go through it and it, it takes quite a lot of time. So what, what a lot of us do is... Um, we just lie and we say, you know, well, we, we've checked clear and um, our rifles, and then we just eat with loaded rifles or things like that. And it's obviously very dangerous, but um, yeah, I think it's just knowing that who you are standing for when you are out there. Um, and like people, people see your conduct. And when you refuse to do these type of things, they really like cause cause them to question like what why why are you doing this i mean isn't that so much easier? why don't you just do it and It was a great encouragement to me to hear that um w- during my second year of my um army service because I went to become on to become a commander to lead um to teach um, my own men, and from that they saw they realized that I was a Christian without me actually telling them, which was quite quite encouraging, honestly. And towards the end of their training phase, they really said, you know, well, we could tell that you were a Christian just by the way you act. You, you don't, you refuse to swear, you conduct yourself professionally. And I think that was a great encouragement to me. And I think I want to encourage all of you as well. Like, no matter where you are in work, 
um, school, the people around you do see you, and just be remember, uh, just remind yourself that you know, you have you represent someone that's more than yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, it sounds like some really challenging things you had to face, and 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 so what? How did you process all of this with? With God, what were some of the ways that you had to be dependent upon Him, and what did that look like for you? I think it's important to be involved in a Christian community because, I mean, as Christians, we are not called to do this walk alone. So, um, I was involved in my church, albeit a bit less than I would have liked to be, um, because you know we would be in camp for five days a week, and um, I think. I discovered that, you know, God goes beyond any type of boundaries and prayer is definitely the most powerful weapon that we have. You know, it can, we can reach him anytime we are, anytime, anywhere. And, and like when we, when I go through trainings that are very tough, like simple arrow prayers that, you know, God really helped me to see you in all of this, to, um, I commit my day to you, um, Something that I would do is each day I would say, you know, I would pray to God, say, um, use me to bless at least one person today. Yeah, and I think having a, keeping in mind that, you know, God is ever present in your day. And I think that was a great encouragement for me throughout the days. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so, uh, Last question. What what were some if you took the look at the whole two years, what were some of the major lessons that God really taught you um through that experience? I think um part of the army package comes with the discipline training. And I think it definitely taught me the value of um what hard work is. Yeah. Um you know, the hard work that we have to go through to protect those that we love, and um, really makes me think, you know, I do all this hard work, and I may or may not be able to protect my family, but then when you think of it, Jesus, he did even harder work than us, and somehow, and we have that guarantee, like, not, not like, I may not have a guarantee that I will survive all of this, but God guarantees us that we will be saved, and that, that, was a very good promise to hold on to. Yeah. Thanks so much for for sharing openly and honestly with us. Um, uh, yeah, make sure you you chat with Sammy more, and if you have any questions about his experience, um, yeah, really do go chat to him and, and learn more about it. And it's it's really been great. Do you have any um, ways we can just be praying for you as we as we finish here? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think um, learning to, I think in the part of the two years, I um, I cultivated a sense of um, lack of graciousness. I think that was one of the things that became evident to me after I came back, because um, we have a high standard when we do our work, so we expect the same from others. And while that's not wrong. Um, when other people fail to meet those expectations, um, I have the tendency to not be gracious to them. And 
I guess something that you can keep me in prayer for is to respond graciously to other people. I mean, keeping in mind that God, in his ever-abounding grace, showed it to us and we should do the same to them. And that has been, I think, my challenge this year. Yeah. Why don't we um, pray for Samuel? Um, Thanks again for sharing. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for uh, our brother Samuel, for his, um, yeah, his testimony of the way that you've been working. Uh, it's not an easy thing to, to leave your family and, and to spend two years um, in a completely different environment, um, in a situation that is challenging and testing to his faith. I thank you that you gave him the perseverance. Uh, I thank you that uh, he was able to give a good testimony to you through this time, through his hard work, through his integrity. Um, And I just thank you, Lord, that you've brought him back here, um, that he's able to apply these things now that he's learned. Lord, I just really pray for him. Uh, I pray that uh, as he, I guess, does apply these things, that you'll continue to keep his eyes on you, continue to create him in a heart of thankfulness um, for for what you have done, um, for how you have saved him, the guarantee that you give us when we believe in Jesus that we can come to uh, salvation uh, in that. And so I just pray that you'll keep, it, keep his eyes on that and, and help him, because of that, to be gracious with, with others, Lord. Help him continually to do that by your Spirit. And so, Lord, we just commit him into your hands and, and just thank you for him. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Samuel.